Before we begin, this podcast is a place of acceptance, diversity, and respect. This podcast respects all aspects of people, including race, ethnicity, gender expression, sexual orientation, socioeconomic background, age, religion, and ability. That being said, let us begin. What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news from a more progressive society. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. Tim, how are you? I am doing well, sir. How are you? Doing good. We got an announcement to make. Tim's about to have a baby. I'm about to be in school for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to switch up the positive news stuff. We're going to do it once a week, Mondays. Have the same thing on Fridays, except we're going to talk about a couple of positive news stories on Fridays as well. We're going to start switching it up next week. But yeah, we're a little busy. I have finally figured out how to fix the audio recording. Probably should have done this months ago, but you know. Life. Engineering is hard. Ooh, sabes. But yeah, I guess we shouldn't speak too soon. We'll find out after this episode if I've actually learned how to fix it. (laughs) That's a true story. But yeah. That's what we're doing here at The Positive Truth. We're doing positive news, Mondays, and an episode on Fridays. It's going to be awesome. Our last Friday episode was about believing in the people around you. And why do we believe in the people around us, Tim? Because they all we got. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And my first positive news story is when I'm pretty sure everyone's heard by now. Did you hear about the... the, Southwest Airlines flight where the engine blew out and the pilot landed it safely? Yeah, I, I heard a little bit about it. I, I heard it was like a... Actually, I, I don't remember what I heard about it. Some kind of lady landed the, the plane. That's all I do remember. So an engine blew out mid-flight. Like, and well, people are in the air? Like yeah. flying this thing. Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest fear ever. And so they got audio of the interaction she was just calm everything and basically the pilot's captain's name is tammy schultz landed the plane with one engine like a boss <laughs> exactly there we go tim <laughs> <laughs> like a boss do rags <laughs> off to tammy <laughs> Ooh, savage. man that's pretty dope i heard she was like a, a fighter pilot or something i Man, she was a former Navy pilot. Oh, okay, that's what's up. And that's still dope. The fact that you're staying calm and you're landing a plane. Man, nah, man, I couldn't do it. Maybe I could. I don't know. I probably couldn't though. <laughs> Shout out to her. <laughs> land a plane with one engine. I definitely couldn't do that. Dude, I couldn't land a plane with both engines working. I have no idea what's going on up there. <laughs> anyway, what you got, Tim? Well, oh man, I'm going to go ahead and jump into my first one really quick. This is my favorite story I think I have today. I'm just going to knock it out because it's so dope. So there's these affordable 3D printed homes that are getting made in less than 24 hours. Wait, what? Yes, man. They cost about $4,000. And it was a nonprofit organization called New Story. They teamed up with this construction company called Icon and started... They basically made this uh, huge 3D printer that's making these homes. Um, it's called the Vulcan. 
Uh, it's huge. There's a video that I'm going to share to the Facebook page at the Positive Truth Podcast. So make sure you go to Facebook and check that out. Um, basically, the reason why they did this, they said globally, globally, there's a billion people that lack affordable housing. So they decided to make this printer, build these homes, and the first home was actually a shown in Austin, Texas a few weeks ago, and they're heading to El Salvador, and they have a goal of making 100 homes by 2019. So people in El Salvador that are experiencing homelessness will have a place to stay affordably. And these are 800 square feet homes too on top of that, JP. Are they like, I have so many questions, Tim. All right, first off, it's called the Vulcan. Yes, sir. Is it like a Star Trek reference? Never really watched Star Trek, but that's definitely got to be a reference, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like the Vulcan was definitely in Star Trek. Someone listening right now, like, how dare you? It was clearly in something else. We apologize. (laughs) Star Wars is where it's at for us. (laughs) It's not Millennium Falcon. We ain't about it, about it. (laughs) Um, Next question. Are they like fireproof insulation i don't know like basic structures they have rooms how how big is dude, this printer the printer's pretty big man it, it's dude look check this out you're gonna have to go to the facebook page and check this video out because it's pretty amazing the homes look ridiculous like super nice i low-key like after they're done in el salvador i'm gonna have to hit them up and have them build like another home in my backyard or something because this is really nice also four thousand dollars like what kind of paper is this Man, I wish I knew. This, it's, you're gonna have to check out the video, JP. <laughs> you're really gonna have to check it out. This is amazing. This is on the Positive Truth Podcast? Yes, sir. The Facebook page? Speaking of that, Batman was like, we need to change our name. So we're on Instagram at the Positive Truth Podcast, on YouTube at the Positive Truth Podcast, and on Facebook. Ha, you can find us everywhere. We have been, we have been uniformed with the name. So yeah, I'm definitely checking out this video. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I knew you would like it, man. Speaking of, I have something you would like. The Boston Marathon was last week. Yeah. It was, it was a lady named Mary, I cannot pronounce her last name, Sheraton Lieb. She crossed the finish line at 12.18 a.m. on Tuesday, 13 hours after the race was started. She was running for cancer, like research. She was raising money. She was a leukemia survivor. And at mile 15 on Monday, she had to go to a medical tent because she was shivering with purple lips. She thought she had hypothermia. She called her husband, and he was like, you should probably come home, take a hot shower, put on some dry clothes, restart the run. And that's not what happened. She was like, no, I got to finish because I'm a cancer survivor. I'm trying to raise money. I'm trying to inspire people. So... He was like, all right, I'll help you finish. So they ran the last, oh, oh Jesus, 11.2 miles that was left. She raised $33,000 for cancer research. And yeah, that's inspiring and awesome. That is pretty dope. Man, to like deal with something like that, I'd be scarred. I would tell myself, there's no way I'm doing a marathon again. If I heard I'd just go out there and finish it. That's amazing. Absolutely. It's crazy she was 15 miles in. It's like, oh, you only got 11.2 more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Mindset of a runner, man. What do you got, Tim? Well, I actually have a a story about a football player. So uh, he's a junior in college. 
Um, he was on a football scholarship. His name's Kyle Richard. And uh, basically, he was at a party this past weekend. And, you know, he's hanging out with his friends. He had to use the restroom. And when he was walking to the restroom, he heard noises coming from the bathroom. And basically, it sounded like a, a woman crying. So he didn't know what was going on. So he tried to get in. And the door was kind of locked. So he, like, busted it down. And basically, as soon as he walked in, he saw a man standing behind a young woman and with his hands on her neck, basically attempting to assault her. And uh, Richard basically jumped in and, and split it up, and he ended up getting shot two times. Are we sure this is positive news, Tim? Dude, it's positive, man. It's positive. So basically, uh, a few days later, you know, uh, the man gets arrested that actually shot him, and uh, he ends up making – he ends up where no, no serious damage happened. He's uh, recovering right now. And uh, basically, he was asked if he would do it again. He said, honestly, that's how I was raised. I would do it every single time. He's expected to make a full recovery and get back on the field by this fall. Where does he play football at? <sighs> Cortland University. I have no idea where this is at. <laughs> <laughs> it's an NCAA, uh, NCAA school, so I'm assuming it's like a D2 school somewhere. New York. It's in New York. Well, shout out to him for doing the right thing. Yeah, absolutely, man. I think it's awesome when something so negative happens to you and you still, you know what? I stand by what with what I did. I mean, he got shot and it hurt. You know, don't get me wrong. That's super painful. Couldn't imagine it. But what could have happened if he didn't stop, stop that man from doing that to that girl? She could have been scarred for the rest of her life and she probably would have never healed. Absolutely. Since you're talking about football player, I'm going to talk about a tennis player. U.S. Yeah. Open champion Salone Stevens is yeah. rebuilding tennis courts in Compton, encouraging kids to live healthy lifestyles. So she eight months ago, she won the U.S. Open, and apparently two weeks ago, she won the Miami Open. And she's teaming up with Net Generation, which is the USTA's youth tennis branch, to connect tennis providers with youth, youth aged to 5 to 18. And her goal is like, hey, we built some stuff like some positive things to do like these tennis courts it'll keep kids from getting in trouble and that's her goal so they built some tennis courts in Compton and I think it's awesome that is pretty dope also tennis is tiring and really hard but still awesome you gotta be an athlete to play man I don't care what anybody has to say like you gotta be a major good like a really good athlete to play and the fact that you put some tennis courts in Compton, it's pretty dope. Isn't that where uh, Venus and Serena Williams are from? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Star Wars and NBA. <laughs> got you, got you. I apologize. I should have known, Tim. I should have known. All right, well, uh, I'll jump into my next one, man. You would like this one too, JP. Check this out. So remember how Empire Pizza was giving away um, pizza to the teachers when they were on strike? They were basically like, look, if you... Our teacher, I know the protests are going on. You guys come in, show your uh, school ID, and we'll let you eat for free. I had all kind of friends that were going in the, in the Empire ridiculously every single day of the, the walkout, which was pretty awesome. So they basically donated nearly $40,000 worth of free pizza to 2,600 Oklahoma educators. Whoa. So Rachel Cope, she announced that Empire Slice is instituting a permanent 25% discount to all Oklahoma educators, private, collegiate public it doesn't matter i thought it was amazing it's a cool pizza story and shout out to empire slice supporting our educators 
So we're in Oklahoma City, if you don't know. Empire Slice House is like the only pizza place that's open late. And I actually know someone that's like managed there. Said they do $20,000 in sales a day. And either makes the pizza really good or us in Oklahoma City really fat. Probably a little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag the struggle. So yeah, I think that's awesome. So I don't think that 40K was anything to them. Good on them to help out. For sure. So since you're talking about stuff I like, I'm going to talk about stuff you like. You don't like cavities, do you, Tim? I hate them. So I've had this story for like a solid two weeks. I keep forgetting to talk about it. So basically there's a peptide-based biogenic dental product that may cure cavities. Research has designed a convenient and natural product that uses proteins to rebuild tooth enamel and treat dental cavities. The the peptide-enabled tech allows the disposition of 10 to 15 micrometers of new enamel on teeth after each use. Wow. The, The dentists are saying it's fantastic. It'll be widely accepted if it works. Right now it's... It's been going great, and yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's that's crazy to even think, though. <laughs> no more cavities. <laughs> we're for gonna, real, for real. We're going to regrow them. <laughs> I can go back to eating Starburst. Eh. Eh. <laughs> maybe not, maybe not. <laughs> Don't let me fear pressure, Tim. It's too late. <laughs> Just saying, as someone that you see candy a lot, and now when I look at it and I taste it, I'm just like, man, how did I ever just throw this down? Yo, my taste buds have changed so much over the years. I can't eat a lot of things I used to when I was a kid. It's not that they don't taste bad. It's just like after like two, like it's, too- it's just too much sugar, man. Agreed. My body's telling me no. But yeah, when you're a kid, you just like more. Eating all the Halloween candy in like a week. Stealing candy, taking it to school, all kind of stuff, man. Oh, well, what do you got? Did you just tell a story or was that me? Uh, we were talking about, uh, I talked about no more cavities. And then we started talking about Starburst. Yeah, so- we got distracted. We're terrible at that. <laughs> all right, well, ma'am, I got a new one uh, from Vancouver, Washington, actually. Um, a commercial real estate developer uh, donated 300000 to the city for a new homeless facility. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, this, the chairman, Jim Johns, from the CE John Company, basically was like, look, we feel like we wanted to do something in our community, and homelessness em- epidemic is affecting our community, so this is what we're going to do. He donated $300,000? 300K. Mm. That is, it's a lot, man. Also, uh, we've been doing this for a while. It's the first time anyone's donated 300K. Usually it's like 100,000, 250,000, million. 500, yeah, something. <laughs> Skips right over three and four, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's awesome. Doof, Sabas, what else you got for us? I got my last positive news story. It is prom season. And... In retrospect, never mind, we gotta stay on topic. Anyway, it's prom season. (laughs) And an 18-year-old Texas student is taking his mom to his prom. His name is Joe Marino. He's of Corpus Christi, took his mom, Vanessa, to his high school prom. 
said my mom had me at 17, so she didn't get to experience Pom, so I just really want to take her. So it's his senior year, and he wants to experience it with his mother. There's some cool pictures on his Twitter. I'm not going to link his Twitter because, you know. Yeah, do sabes, he's a kid. But on his Twitter, he's got a picture of him and his mom. So, as a profile yeah. pic. That's pretty dope. Also, uh, I want to say prom pictures have improved since we were in prom, Tim. <laughs> Good 11 years ago. <laughs> so they had like, like they took like a solid six photos. They had the funny pictures, they had the serious ones. I only got like one pic and it was over with. Paid good money for those. I actually don't have a single prom picture from Dude, either I all, prom. I threw all mine away. Like, I wasted so much money in high school. They, they trick us, man. They get us. <laughs> I don't even know if I wasted it because I don't know where they're at. <laughs> Your mom got some in a box somewhere. I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember picking them up from my date, and they're like half gone. And I took them home, and I never saw them again. Like, I don't even remember what the pictures look like. <laughs> the struggle. Also, well, uh, why are people taking prom pictures when we have phones now, like camera phones? Like, we hey. had camera phones too, but they were like one megapixel. That's true. So, like, we had to pay for pictures. It was like, these phones aren't powerful enough. These kids can just... These kids are professional at Instagram. I don't see why they need to pay for a prom picture. You're right, man. Remember back then, man, the phone to have was like the Razor or something. <laughs> I, I mean... I, the iPhone didn't come out until like our freshman year of college. I will say, though, a lot of people are going back to the flip phones because, you know, less apps, less just distractions. Distractions. Yeah. That makes sense. Huh. Well, let, hey, I got one more story. Let me go ahead and knock this out real quick. <laughs> We're getting distracted like crazy. So this homeless veteran, he uh, he's from Indianapolis, and um, his mother recently passed away, and he inherited her his childhood home, the home that she lived in. And uh, basically, he went to move in, but he couldn't. They, the city didn't allow him because it needed a lot of repairs. And basically, he didn't have any money to um, pay for them, so he wound up living in a facility for homeless veterans, which is really sad in itself. But it gets better because that's what we do here at The Positive Truth. Um, there is this foundation. Um, it's called the Home Depot Foundation and the Hoosier Veterans Assistant Foundation. Basically teamed up, got 60 volunteers to go in there and uh, fix up his home to, so he can move back in. And that's basically what they did. Um, they fixed everything that they needed to. Later on this, this week, um, they're buying new furniture for the home so he can move in there and uh, won't have to live in that homeless shelter anymore. Yeah, it's awesome, Tim. Yeah, absolutely, man. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I just went to Home Depot, so when I saw this, I was like, yo, I got to say this, and it was meant to be. Why were you in Home Depot? Oh, man. So, you know, gifts keep rolling in for the baby. Oh, oh the burden of Tim. <laughs> well, it's at the point now where I have nowhere to put it because, like, the baby room, I didn't get it. Like, I was supposed to get it done last week. And, you know, I procrastinate, so I'm working on it now, and I'm, like, tearing up the floors, and I bought the floors the other day. That's why I was at Home Depot, buying the floors to put in, but I didn't tear up the other floors yet, so that's what I'm, like, in the process of doing now. Actually, whenever we're done recording, I got to get back to it. Okay. (laughs) Real responsibility. Shut up, JP. (laughs) Yeah, I sound old now, don't I, man? It's weird. (laughs) No, man, you're good. You're in love. You got a little responsibility on your way. It's going to be the love of your life. 
all of a sudden it's just gonna be like no more pictures of Tim. Just, be- just the baby. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna grow like extra long like goatee, man. That's all I'm gonna do. Cause I can't grow a beard, so. I'm pretty sure you already got that, Tim. Man, I'm pretty pretty happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about it so I can brag about it whenever JP calls me out. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll, 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 I'll set you up with that, I'll leave. I appreciate it, man, I appreciate it. Well, man, man I, got a, I got a positive quote, but before we do, I know you got some stuff to remind them, right? So we got a live show coming up this April 29th, 9 o'clock, Hubbly Bubbly OKC, our first one. We're going to talk about some positive news stories, and we're going to take a break, come back, talk about how society's better than ever, and lower the fear, you know, the people around us. It's going to be awesome. Follow us on our social media feeds. And yeah, they've all kind of switched. They're all the Positive Truth Podcast except the Twitter, which is TPT underscore podcast because Twitter doesn't allow long at names, but it's okay. We still love you, Twitter. That's all I got, Tim. Cool, cool, cool. Well, in that self, or in that self, wow. That being said, love yourself. It is important to stay positive because beauty comes from the inside out. Hmm. Jen Prosk. Somebody put that in an Instagram caption. Boom. (laughs) And we'll be back with some more positive news soon. Till then, we're out. Stay positive.